0: Get ready to challenge conventional beliefs about what's possible in creating health, wealth, and happiness. You are listening to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. This hit show is providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. It is time to open and expand your awareness, accelerate your well-being, as Megan shares wisdom, teachings, and experience from a lifelong journey of the heart. Enact the power of radical change with ease and lift your desires to a new perspective. Now, here's Playing on the Edge Radio.
1: Wow, Megan, we're ready for another one, aren't we? I can't, I can't believe it's been four weeks already. I know. Um, and the reason I say we're we're ready for another one, for those of you just tuning in, I'm Dr. Pat. I get to you know, share this time with the host of the fabulous hit show, Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. Um, this is about radical change with these, but today's show is extremely important. Tell us about today's episode.
2: You know, we had some conversation about how we were going to title this show to really bring across to the audience what's important and why we're doing this show today. And so I decided on the title on the edge of losing our voices or our voice. And it's because of what is happening in the world right now that we are experiencing a number of different voices coming from a number of different places. And on a continual daily basis, We're watching some of these voices be shut down, or be closed off, or be minimized, Mm -hmm. be hard to find. And it's a real challenge to have a voice when there is no platform on which to express that voice or to use that voice. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to look at, at censorship and really what is it, why is it. How long has it been around for? And what is the impact of censorship at both the personal level and at the, the public level, at the community level?
1: You know, it's interesting too, for me, um, the degree of censorship that's happening. And, and what I mean by that is there, there is censorship we've always had.
2: Mm-hmm. For
1: example, if you're on an FCC regulated station like this, right? There's certain words you're not going to be able to say, and and rightly so, because this is a station that can be listened to by people of any age, Mm -hmm. right? And the FCC is right by coming in and saying, you can't say this word, you can't call women this, Mm -hmm. you can't do that. That is really, you know, not on on our watch, you're not going to do it. Um, But this idea of private companies like the social media, Facebook, Instagram, Uh, YouTube now and Google, the fact that they are looking at ways that they control their own information, Mm -hmm. they have the right to do it as a private company. But for those of us that have been independent so long, we have the right to broadcast there or not. However, what is the censorship
2: about? See, that's the deal. And I think that's really a key point to this whole conversation, because yes, there are places where freedom of speech and then censorship of speech walk a fine line and and can be in place to protect, quite legitimately and quite honestly, to protect groups of people or people in general from, from being attacked by words and ideas and concepts that are contrary to our notion of freedom. But then it starts to get into a gray area when private companies like the ones that you've mentioned or even leadership and government get to decide for the rest of us what we are allowed to see, learn about, have access to in terms of information so that we can make up our own minds, which is really the basis of freedom of choice. You cannot make a free choice if you don't have all sides of the information Available to you and what we're seeing happening now, which is the, the part that disturbs me greatly, is that information that is vital to making wise choices for ourselves is being not made available. And that's a form of censorship. Well, I got a, I got something
1: this morning and it was an article and, you know, it kind of talks to this, but it, it's an interesting manipulation. And I got an article that came from the world of psychology or psychiatry, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, And there is a psychology behind, for example, likes on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And the the notice that came around today was a study published in Psychological Science. And it, it said that Instagram will begin a new test around hiding like counts on users' posts. Now this follows an experiment in the area which began in 2019. Facebook will also begin to test similar experiences, and I thought about this in in terms of today's conversation about censorship, mm-hmm. because censorship comes in many forms. But the fact that when you withhold something, right? Let's or you forbid something or you attempt to manipulate the psyche of someone, this is really disturbing to me. Mm -hmm. And it's disturbing to the world of psychology that we're doing this. Um, People that want to share their experience about disease and illness, their fears, right? Mm -hmm. They're They're becoming under criticism and scrutiny if they cross a line, like today in today's show you and I are doing. If we cross a line and we talk about something that's seen as medical and we're not qualified to talk about it, this show will be pulled. Right. Even if it's our opinion. Or our experience. What the heck? (laughs) I mean, if I talk about my experience with ginseng without a scientific study, what's going to happen? But isn't that why you decided to do this show?
2: That's exactly why I wanted to do this show. Right now, information of a medical nature is critical to the decisions that we are making in a society that prides itself on freedom of information, freedom of speech, and freedom of choice, that fundamentally our laws protect us so that we can make freedom of choice without coercion, without coercion or manipulation. That's really, really important. But when vital scientific medically based information that is contrary to the mainstream rhetoric is pulled or made unavailable so that people are only given a certain type of information upon which to base their decisions then we don't actually have freedom of anything what we have is censorship of information leading to what in some cases for some people have been catastrophic choices that they are making at a global level. And and this is is horrific to my mind as I'm watching this unfold and seeing it, seeing the way in which in in my own country, in Canada, things are not being given to us. Um, Our doctors have actually been told by the uh, College of Physicians and Surgeons that they are not allowed to have certain kinds of conversations with their clients, with their patients around things like The vaccines or masking or social distancing Mm -hmm. and if they do have these conversations with their patients there is a threat that they could have their licenses pulled Mm
3: -hmm.
2: now what is that what is that what does that do for me as a patient going to see my doctor and trusting my doctor to be able to have a frank and open and scientifically based medically based conversation with me about what are risks and what are benefits to any kind of treatment or procedure that i would choose to have And then to learn that the governing body of this medical profession is gagging my doctor and threatening my doctor so that i don't have the information that i need to make an informed decision Hmm. Hmm. that to me is one of the most vilest forms of censorship and there are many vile forms of censorship but that for me has got to be one right now that's a very personal one i would say
1: um and you know look i've been down this road before And it was at high risk to many of us that stepped into the world and basically said, we're going to talk about this thing that we call Lyme disease. And we're going to talk about it in ways that perhaps people did not talk about it. And we're going to really step out and ask the state of Washington how is it you can make a claim that there are no cases of Lyme disease here, but one state over, they have them? I mean, tell us how this tick and deer mm-hmm. does not cross <laughs> the line from Washington to Idaho. And you They're see, very respectful
2: of state lines, <laughs>
1: very respectful. The tick the t- knows the not t- to come to Washington state. Uh, Or better yet, the tick nose come to Washington State because they're not going to recognize the damage you're going to do. But we've come a long way with that disease because people have taken risks, because people, doctors have lost their licenses, doctors that were in groundbreaking films. Yes. But what is the problem? What (laughs) is the problem with having healthy conversations around whether or not people believe that this approach for this pandemic is working or not working for them. When do we stop people from talking about the fact that they have fear and anxiety? Mm -hmm. I mean, we had a show pulled from one of the networks because they talked about the vaccine and lo and behold, what happened to the vaccine? It got pulled.
2: Right.
1: That they were talking no, about. No, the vaccine didn't get pulled. <laughs> no, no. no Well, the Johnson and Johnson yeah. vaccine got pulled. It got oh, stopped. Right. Yeah. It was like, no. Mm-hmm. So where do you draw the line? How do these independent companies decide what is okay for you to say and what is not okay for me to say?
2: How do they do that? You know, the only way that I can see from my layperson's perspective that a private company could in any way control the flow of our conversation is if they are working with people in leadership who do have that kind of control and power and influence. To be able to say, you can't put up that billboard, you can't have that gathering and have that conversation, you can't have that text message on your phone, I've had messages pulled from Messenger in a private conversation. By the way, nothing's private on the internet at all. We should all know that and understand that. Oh, and not on (laughs) Google either.
1: I just got another message from Google that it's gonna share my information with somebody and that they reminded
2: me that I find that that's okay for them to do. But the, the point that I'm making is that there are a lot of people working together, working very diligently on a daily basis to ensure that the general public is only receiving, from mainstream sources, a very specific set of information with regards to what we're dealing with right now, as our health crisis, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. That to me, that is the only way that this is possible, and and that is quite terrifying. And I understand when people shut down and say, "No, I don't even want to look at an alternative to what I'm being told," because then they have to start to seriously question the entire system the people that they have come to believe that they can trust like their politicians which just that sentence is hysterical but never mind that um you know there's a lot of faith that uh, that we as a community put into these institutions with the belief that they're there to serve us and to look after us and to protect us and when that comes into question when we really sit down in our critical thinking and start going hmm that doesn't make any sense We have to reevaluate a lot of things about what we believe to be true. And there are a lot of people who just that is not where they want to go with it. They are much happier. They feel much safer and secure listening to what they're being told, doing what they're being asked and not questioning it. Hmm. not even questioning. So even though the information may be available, I mean it is being we know it's being censored, we know it's being taken down. Everybody knows this. This is not hidden. And places like Facebook and Instagram and there are they're telling us they're doing this. We know that yeah. this is what's happening. But to really to really actually question the need of that and then the impact on the person at the personal level and the impact on community and the impact on family. That's a huge kettle of fish. That's a Pandora's box that Many people aren't willing to open right now. It's just easier with everything else that's going on in their lives to follow the party line. Yeah.
1: Let's take a short break when we come back. And by the way, those of you out there, we're taking your calls 1 800 930 2819. You know, uh, th- this is the conversation we're having. Truth is the first victim in a war or crisis. Is that true? truth is the first victim in a war or crisis. And what happens when your truth doesn't match the truth of the people or the organizations that are controlling the narrative? What happens to that? Where do you go? What is your level of frustration? And this is, let's talk about this at the personal level when we come back. But let's talk at it at about it at the public level. You know, what happens if you take your conversation to the streets what happens about that Mm -hmm. well that's a censorship that's a whole different level and what are the tactics for keeping you quiet let's take a short break this is playing on the edge radio with megan edge on the edge of losing our voice is this the handmaid's tale Mm -hmm. and do we rise up stay tuned we'll be right back can a cup of Joe support ALS.
4: May 14th, if you go to any one of our shops, proceeds from every cup, go to research to find cause. If you don't have a shop near you, you can go to dutchbros.com and donate. The goal is 1.6 million. All of our releases, all of our great customers is gonna take extraordinary effort from all of us.
1: Let's talk about ALS. Go to Sam.com.
5: The Finder of Lost Things, exploring your superpowers of trust, healing and transformation with me, Hannah Belton. When my brother, Christian, went missing, I completely denied my grief. We can either transform and transition or we can stay stagnant. This podcast will uncover the process that Christian and I went on to find the lost things him, and to find the parts of me that were missing, and there's things that are missing in you that prevent you from letting go, whether it's a person, a dream, a lifestyle. That process of trusting and finding the lost pieces and and integrating them, that's where you get your sustainable transition that will carry on. Tune in every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You can find me at hanavelton.online. Optimize your breast
6: cancer screening without any radiation or pain. Effective, sensitive and widely used thermal imaging in Europe is now available to you here in the U.S. Using state-of-the-art FDA-approved camera, Eastside's first and only breast thermography clinic is now open in Bellevue. Safe, sensitive, low cost, no referrals needed. Contact Holistique Medical Center at 425 451-0404 or on the web drdarvish.com What we've been taught and told is not all there is. Life is all about energy and the energy you feel is real. Tune into the energy paradigm each month on transformationtalkradio.com with Dr. Vic. The Energy Paradigm is an eye-opening, mind-shifting, transformative, and earth-shattering way to live, work, and do business that will enable you to unlock your magic every day. Visit TheEnergyParadigm.com.
0: Has your kindness been used against you? Are you ready to clear the confusion and reconnect with your power? Then it's time to become toxic person proof. Join toxic relationship specialist Sarah K. Ramsey as she gives you the secrets to rebuilding and rebranding your life after a toxic person encounter. It's time to get past the past, get real about the present, and get serious about your future. For more information, visit SarahKRamsey.com. Wow. Welcome back, everybody. Megan,
1: um before we keep going here, uh, of course, this is a bold conversation, the many that you and I have had over time. Mm-hmm. But it's a bold conversation. And we are taking your calls and comments on social media. Um, if, if in fact, we're still up on social media. Um, 1-800-930-2819. Um, How did they find out about you and especially some of the empowering things that you are helping people with and techniques for healing the wounds of losing one's voice? Because most of the time we don't address this. We put it under the carpet. We blow it away. Mm -hmm. And I'm not kidding about The Handmaid's Tale. Um, You know, a very difficult series to watch originally to watch the original part of it. But it's some level so very timely. So, how do people find that out about you?
2: Well, if people are interested in learning more about the work that I do and how I do my work, they are welcome to go to my website, which is meganedge.ca. And you can also find me on LinkedIn. I'm on um, YouTube. We have a whole YouTube channel so far still. (laughs) We'll see what happens after this. Um, But there's loads and loads of, of workshops and empowering techniques and tools and visualizations and meditations that I've put together that are all free for people to use to help support them on their journey. You can also find me on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Um, Where else am I? I'm here in person if you happen to be in Victoria, Canada, BC. I'm still seeing clients in person, so lots of different ways that you can work with me and find out how I do my work and what it is that's important to me when I do my work. Because I think that that's a really important part of the conversation is really what what are your priorities or what are our priorities when we're looking at how we express ourselves and how we hope that that expression is received by others. We, you, you alluded to something that I wanted to, to share you, which is that we have this idea that we have these, these freedoms or these innate abilities to communicate with one another. And we, we aren't always aware of when we don't have that ability. Right. So we were talking about what is this like at the personal level? You know we i think when we have a conversation around censorship a lot of people think oh big censorship they think government censorship censorship they think what's it like in russia what's it like in china when you, you can't you can't have a conversation and it's big government that's that's controlling this but censorship happens at that personal level as well absolutely every day it happens in our intimate relationships you look at any abusive relationship and there is one person in that relationship that has power and one person that doesn't and the person that has power controls the narrative. I loved how you said that Pat. This is really what's happening at both the personal and the public level, right? So things like ghosting, things like gaslighting, um, even playing devil's advocate. There's lots of really subtle ways within the dynamic between two people or in a family that voices get lost, where we learn that it's safer to keep quiet and keep our heads down and toe the party line than it is to stand up and make a noise, and, and I honor that because we need to survive. And if you're in any kind of abusive situation, family, intimate relationship, otherwise, it may not be safe. You know, it, it may not be safe to stand up and say what you need or what you believe. You may not even know what that is because you've never had the opportunity to really identify and find that voice. And that when you do find that voice, it, it changes everything. And for me, In my own personal journey of finding my voice and then the work that I do with especially women around finding our voices is that we don't do it alone we don't do it alone you see what's what I've been seeing happening over the last two years five years even is a divide and conquer mentality divide and conquer technique it's us or them it's this or that it's black or white there's no in-between and there's no conversation that can happen because we've been We've got ourselves stuck in it's my way or the, or the highway. Right. And that's very isolating. And then we have the physical isolation that we've been subjected to over the last year. And we don't, I mean, I'm not for or against any of it. I'm just observing it right now. What happens when two people get together and share a common experience is that they empower one another. And then when five people come together and share a common experience, that's an even bigger empowerment. And then you get a group of 20 or 30, you get a collective that comes together, like all of our doctors up here in Canada. Well, not all of them, but those that are standing up and saying, no, you don't get to do this to us because we need to provide real client care to our patients. That group becomes stronger and stronger and has a louder and louder voice and more and more people hear it and they become harder to ignore and harder to subject when they gather in groups. It's that power of the group that creates the empowerment and helps to heal those wounds of isolation and self-doubt and, and, and all of that, that comes from losing our voices.
1: Yeah. So let's get real about this for a minute. And, um, you know, and we also have a caller and I, I want to, Charlene, we're going to go to a short break and we're going to come back and bring you on. I'm, I was really thinking about this and Okay. So I have shared a million times, Benny probably is gagging right now for me to bring up the fact on how I, how I dialed her wrong phone number and started the show, but that was real. But shortly thereafter, my first month on KKNW, I had the angel lady on. And three months after that, I came down with the mystery disease on April 1st of '04, And I'm not kidding. I haven't really talked about it much except for recently. And, that, and that, that's because I kept getting emails from the listeners who really wanted to know more. But when I was sick for 10 years and doing the show and out in public and on stage with Charlie McLean, I never talked about it. But people knew there was something wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, I gained like a hundred pounds and people are like, what the heck? She is eating everything. But I wasn't. But one day I shared, and I'm gonna share it again. I said the angel lady, Sue Storm, came on air and Benny. I tried to find this show, and I think she may have said it during a commercial, and said to me, and YouTube do not cut this because this is a real story, folks, said to me, I, the angels are telling me there's something wrong with T3. Go look up T3 on the internet and find yourself an administrator. Now, two doctors came up, both of them natural doctors. I picked Dr. Nusheen Darvish out of Bellevue, the woman that literally saved my life. Didn't have any thyroid problems, but she was the one to have a solution. Mm -hmm. So can I talk about the fact that the angel lady pointed me to the doctor that saved my life? I mean, am I not allowed to tell that story? Am I not allowed to talk about those connections? And here's the crux of it, all of y'all. Guess what? the bill for COVID-19 in in the United States and the executive order had in it. So wait till you have to think about censorship for this, folks. We are now going to get released all of the documents. I mean, this was buried in the COVID bill, I swear. Look it up, everybody. Release the documents on UFOs. So if we can't talk about stuff, that's not provable. Are you going to rip apart conversations about UFOs about extraterrestrial? Are you going to shut down George Norrie? Well George doesn't really care about these networks. When we come back, Charlene, what do you get right to? You make an edge. Um, Charlene is from Canada. Ooh, ooh. So when we <laughs> So where does this journey begin? But where does it end? Can we talk about shamanism? OMG. Let's take a short break. We'll
3: be right back. Are you feeling the complexity of life? Do you feel that urge to step into something greater? Tune in to Nailed It Radio. Find your simplicity within your complexity. With me, Life Coach Carrie Nail. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com to discover what it means to use your full power to be the best version of yourself. Imagine stepping into the energy of saying yes to yourself and knowing you nailed it. For more information about me, visit carrienail.com. Are you ready to invest in your best self? Join Sabrina Wright as she shares tools for creating joy and balance in your life every single day. Sabrina is here to help you become your greatest advocate and empower you to make decisions that will help you live your best life. The Live the Good Life Show, connecting your physical and spiritual self. Every second Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Find Sabrina at the Wright, W-R-I-G-H-T, Balance.com. Tune in to the show, Heart. Change Consciousness
0: with me, Dr. Trish DeRocher, as stories of inspired activism come to life. Listening to conversations with your favorite authors, change makers, and many more who practice inspired spiritual activism and transform vulnerabilities into sources of strength. Let's be inspired together through my show, Heart Change Consciousness, on TransformationTalkRadio.com.
2: Nice calming music.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Benny,
2: thank you. It. I love it because I, I do want to talk about solutions. I do want to talk
1: about. <laughs> well, let's go to the phone first. <laughs> Look, we just get we got Charlie dangling out there for a minute. Uh, thank you, Benny, for playing calming music. I, I would have thought maybe you'd come back with a little heavy metal right there, Benny. Um, <laughs> And, and Jacob, I'm sorry, I'm moving around a lot. Let's go to the phones, Benny. Charlene, are you there?
2: Hi,
4: ladies.
1: Hi, Charlene.
2: Hi, Charlene.
4: Uh, when you were talking um, about groups coming together, uh, not all groups that come together, especially on Facebook and Instagram and and such, are uh, healing and empowering and uh I understand why they're doing censorship at this time in order to maintain a balance through the pandemic. Um, it, It seems to some people that it is disempowering, but there is a higher level of protection, I think, for a lot of people at this time, because there is a higher rate of mental illness. Mm. And when you have a pandemic like this, globally, um, you have people online because they can't go anywhere else, Mm. and they're getting all of this communication out there, which is through the throat chakra energy, and words Mm -hmm. have power. And what they're doing, a lot of them are... They're raising questions, yes, but they're also invoking fear. And And what people need to do right now is to remain calm. Calm is our center. And watch for different things and be open for different things. But the thing is, is we do have a choice on whether or not we want to be immunized. And there will be a certain amount of the population that cannot be immunized due to cultural values or also due to autoimmune uh, disorders, cancer, other things that they're in the midst of right now. Uh, But it is a freedom of choice whether or not they want to be immunized. So really, in all honesty, we are free. Um, and as it goes for things like transformation talk radio, mm-hmm. you are an empowering network. You are a positive network, and you, um, yeah, you're not invoking fear. You're you're basically opening up the lines of communication, and uh, and I'm really really happy that you're having this conversation right now.
1: Yeah, thank you, thank you, Charlene. Thanks. Boy, Megan, Charlene, I got to tell you, that was so well said. Yes. And absolutely. It was so well said. And you're giving us a different perspective to think about.
4: Um, we and, all have freedom of choice. We really do. Um, we do. We can, we can choose to turn on the TV and be inundated uh, for hours and hours with the news. Or we can choose to turn it off and put on some nice music and cook a nice meal. We all have our own individual realities. And it's our choice what we choose to tune into. Mm. I choose to tune into empowering shows like yours, Dr. Pat and Megan. Thank you. Thank you. You're
2: welcome. So
1: so here, here, Charlene, and this is stay on for a minute because this is... This is the situation we're facing as a network. And it's not just us. It's KKNW as well. And any other network that has opened up the door for what we call expansive and exploratory conversations. What we're being faced with is someone else determining what we're saying, especially about alternative medicine as it not as it being a non medical conversation and because they consider that medical misinformation that's their language medical misinformation if we talk about certain alternatives then we're going to be canned so to speak mm-hmm. right but yet, we've watched our leaders talk about people using Clorox, I think it's Clorox, mm-hmm. to counter, I'm never, it's not me saying it, so I want to be clear, anybody that's listening to this, mm-hmm. I can send you the direct quote from our former leader to, to use Clorox, but yet, That's not considered medical misinformation. So the question for us in independent media becomes, do we ask for a uniform standard where you're going to hold people that create medical misinformation or misinformation any kind to the same standard you're holding us as independent media? That's really what this conversation is really about. You know, we have hosts and we have a lot of hosts from around the world. Um, we have a number of them from Canada uh, and they have learned to talk freely. You probably listened to Doc Martin talk about shaman methodologies for healing. So this has become a little dilemma for us, Charlene, and I don't think we have an answer, but you certainly have given us a clear and an honorable An integrous platform for us to consider. Megan?
2: Yes, and I I really want to um, give a hats off or applause to to you, Charlene. Where we were about to go in our conversation is to show solutions, to show that place of empowerment, to show that we do in fact still have free will. That's something that no one can take away from us. There can be limits placed upon our access to resources, to information, to historical events, to knowledge. But within ourselves, within each of us, we have our own innate knowing. And you're absolutely right, we still have free choice. And I would encourage anyone to step away from the TV for a while, <laughs> at least a day or two, just to come back to your center like you were describing and, and to really get back to what is a priority for you around what matters to you in terms of how you express what you express and who you are allowed to express to because I didn't want to leave this conversation on a, on a fearful note that wasn't no. at all this was to, to go it was that we do get to choose how we respond in fact that is ultimately you've heard me say this on many of our shows before your only place that you have control in your life is how you choose to respond to the things that are happening around you. And yes, there are groups online that may not have everyone's highest good in their hearts, who may be gathering together to express a different kind of experience than one of love and harmony and peace and health and all of that. And because we have freedom of expression and freedom of speech, to a point there has to be room for both sides of that conversation. And then the protection piece I I hear you on that as well, Charlene. It's true that we elect people to lead us because we expect them to also be able to protect us. Where I go with that, however, is that at the end of the day, I still want to be able to make my own decisions and choices with all the information available to me in which to make that kind of informed choice. And while I appreciate that someone else is looking out for my highest good, I question what their motive is when things are unfolding the way that they are currently in this particular situation, or looking historically. You know, we can go as far back as the Egyptians or even further back. We can look at the Roman Empire. We can look at the Russian Empire. We can look at, we can look at all of it. We can look at Germany. We can look at the McCarthy era. We can see where those who are in leadership who tell us they are there to protect us are, in fact, have a different agenda that is more directed to what works for them as opposed to what might work for the greater good of of everyone. It is a slippery slope. And I will say this as well, Charlene, there are good people in leadership. I know that, absolutely. There are good people in medicine. There are good people in big pharma. There are people who are really truly trying to do the best with what they know at this point in time. And I know that and I honor them, absolutely, I do. Many of those people are trying to tell us information and and it's not getting to us. Um, and that's part of what this conversation is about, is how do we then- Yeah,
4: because we're, we're biodiverse. Like we're, each one of us are individualized expressions of the same source, but at the same time, what works for one may not work for another. Like with the one vaccine, there's blood clots. Well, You know, I have a sister that gets blood clots. That's the last thing she would want. So we have to make our own informed decisions when it comes to vaccination also.
2: Absolutely we do. And what I'm seeing that I find very disturbing is a level of coercion and manipulation to guilt people or bribe people into taking the vaccine without giving them all the information that they would need to be able to give informed consent for that experience exactly. for that vaccine mm-hmm. and and that i find very upsetting and you don't have to look very far to find that information joints for jabs i'm not kidding you $500 to take the vaccine these are programs that are being put in place right now in the united states to encourage people to do this and to me that feels inauthentic at A the very least not to mention criminal at the on the other extreme of it and, and it's important that we can have these conversations so that people are aware of what their rights are. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, what
1: they're getting in their their email box or what they're getting text on a phone and they don't know where it comes from. Um, but, but really where we are with this is, where does the line get drawn? And this is the question for me. You know, this is the question that I pondered. And I really look at Charlene in the United States. Well, if the president of the United States can make a statement that is a medical misinformation statement and get away with it and not get censored from national television, and you're considering bringing this – I mean, what's good for the goose has got to be good for the gander. And right now, here, what people are seeing is let's go after the smaller companies, but let's try to stay away from the Disneys, or let's try to stay away from the MGMs, or let's try to stay away from them. And what I'm trying to say is, what is it you want us to say or not say? Spell it out. Don't give me a policy about what misinformation yeah. is. And then tell me that, you know, I don't have a way to say what maybe the psychological impact of something is. So,
4: Charlene, we're going to and take a short break. there are many break. truths. Like, there's not one set truth. There's. But where many do you draw the line? And, and
1: this is where we're not getting yeah. an answer to. Let's take a
0: short break. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack, and yes, our office is open, and we are doing strictly phone consultations. If you would like to call and get tuned up, it's perfect time with everything that's going on and things aren't calming down. Pick up the phone and give us a call. It's quick and easy, and it's fun. If you'd like more information on it, you can look at MaryJaneMack.com or call our office at 888-777-4232.
3: Welcome to Light Body Wisdom with internationally known light body whisperer, Grace Home. She will make you laugh and yawn as you release lifetimes of trauma and begin to feel much lighter. Your divine gifts may be activated, allowing you to weave light into the fabric of the world. Are you ready to be your own light and shine? For more information about Grace, visit graceghome.com. That's graceghome.com. Are you ready to let go of the I can'ts that are holding you down? Valerie Trujillo invites you to join her community on a mission to collectively heal as a tribe where your vulnerability is heard and reciprocated. So tune in to Love and Light with the Crystal Blue Oracle every second and fourth Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about Valerie and her work, visit CrystalBlueOracle.com transition simultaneously the most difficult and vital part of the human experience without change how would we grow tune in to grounding into your radiance with Stacy Barber every second and fourth thursday at 9am pacific on transformationtalkradio.com step into your truth and allow the light into your life for more information about stacy and her services visit stacybarber.com that's stacy s t a c i e barber.com Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Pat. Hey, are you loving Shades of Spirit Radio?
1: Well, mark your calendars. Shades of Spirit goes live in a new time spot every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Yeah. yeah, you heard that right. Psychic medium Jamie and Spirit Walker Nicole, 5 p.m. every Wednesday. Live readings, giveaways, oracle cards, and lots of fun. So be there. Call into the show at 1-800-930-2819 and visit
0: ShadesofSpirit.com. Take the power of essential oil healing to the next level with the Essential Light Insight Deck, containing 61 oracle cards. Each card holds a painting and message that captures the spirit of an essential oil. By drawing a card, you'll illuminate the spiritual healing capacity of plants and transform your day. For more information about the Essential Light Insight Deck and Ripa, visit Thriveology.com. Welcome
1: back everybody. Welcome back to playing on the edge. Um, I I wanna say this, I agree with Charlene and I think both of us agree with Charlene. Um, And if you wanna find out more about the COVID-19 medical misinformation policy, you can find it online. It is a YouTube policy that does exactly what Charlene says. It protects people. And it doesn't allow for anyone that poses a serious risk of egregious harm to talk about those things that'll do that. For example, were you talking about the existence of COVID-19 not being there? So it protects people in that way. The dilemma for us is we don't know where the line is for us to have a healthy conversation about our experience. Well,
2: then go ahead, Megan. That's a moving target. You know, this Mm -hmm. is part of the crazy making of this whole situation. It's a moving target. So last week it was okay to say you can meditate and that will help bring your stress levels down and that will help boost your immune system. And therefore you will be healthier and perhaps not as likely to contract the SARS-CoV-2 influenza virus. But if suddenly that is considered medical misinformation, or it's deemed to be someone giving a treatment that is not medically based, does that then cause egregious harm? Like it, The languaging is so specific. The branding of this is so specific. And I wanna be very clear. I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm not saying there isn't a virus out there that is causing harm. I'm encouraging people to look more closely at the facts, not conspiracy theory. There's nothing theoretical or conspiracy about this about the facts of what a SARS-COVID influenza virus is and how it can be treated. And yes, one way it can be treated is with vaccine or not treated because that's not what vaccines do. Vaccines mitigate symptoms in some people, (laughs) traditionally and historically. And then there are other things that you can also do to help boost your immune system, to help you be healthy. And these kinds of conversations are not being allowed. It is the biggest, I think, form of censorship right now that's going on. And what it comes back down to, as we were talking about, is the control of the narrative. It comes back to the control. Follow the control. I really did. I appreciated what Charlene said about protection. I think it's really true. We do want to, we want to believe that our leadership is trying to protect us. Just like we want to believe our parents are trying to protect us. And oftentimes, yes, they are. But maybe it's that I'm stubborn maybe it's that I think a lot I want to be able to make an informed decision and I can't make an informed decision if I'm not able to access all sides of the information and if I can't have a conversation with someone who knows about the medicine who knows about the science who can say here's what the here's what the science is is saying then I'm not able to make informed consent I'm not I still have free will absolutely I do and again, you know, coming to the solutions at this point, the solution is to remember that you have free will and to remember that you can, in fact, do your own research. There's still a ton of information there. You can trust your intuition and your instinct. When you read something and you go, hmm, that doesn't make sense, or oh, that makes total sense now. You know, you can you can have that experience still. We're very fortunate that we can still have that experience in North America. But please don't be fooled. There is an enormous amount of censorship that's going on right now that you may not even be aware of. You may not even be aware of it until it hits you at home, until it becomes personal.
1: Yeah. And that's why I like what YouTube did. Um, I like the fact that they very specifically said, we have this guideline, folks. And they came out and they spelled it out for us. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, some of us got it a little bit late in the game because we really weren't aware of it. But now that we're aware of it, we're not going to uh, violate that policy. If we ever do shows where people want to have those conversations, they just won't get posted on YouTube, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the networks are here and look at that. Now, I have to say this. I don't know if the FCC has generated a policy that affects AMFM stations. So I don't know that mm-hmm. if, you know, here across the country that we're on AMFM, I don't know if there's a policy, but it certainly has made me more aware to ask.
2: Right, and I think that's the most important thing. I mean, that's what I would want to leave everybody with at the end of this conversation is you, you can still ask, And if the answer you receive doesn't sit well with you for some reason, then it is on you to find out what you need to find out, to find out what you need to learn, to ask those critical questions, who, what, where, when, why, and how. And be open to different opinions and different ideas and different facts so that you have the whole picture. You have that bigger picture. And if there are rules and laws in place that make sense, then absolutely. As part of our community, we follow those rules. I stop at the stop sign because that's the rule. It makes sense. It makes sense to do that. Right. I just I I really invite people to critically think about what is happening and what they are allowed to know and what they are not allowed to know. And of course, sometimes we don't know what we're not allowed to know because we're not allowed to know it (laughs) but the information is there and as a as a point of empowerment as a point of not losing our voice you know it's interesting it's like gophers there's an idea pops up and it gets pushed down so it pops up over here and it pops up over here Facebook is not the only platform there are a dozen amazing platforms that are showing up where people are saying we still need to have a place where we can have our voice and so find those platforms and find out what people are saying on those platforms
1: I think that what we're doing today is we're saying this is a thing. Mm -hmm. This is what's happening Mm -hmm. as a network. We're going to follow those guidelines and we're going to follow the guidelines that are presented to us from other formats or media that we distribute to until the day comes where we feel like they're so restrictive that we won't launch our shows on those networks for certain shows. But Charlene said it best. We live in countries, you and I do, where we can make that decision. We have the freedom to choose. Yeah. But for today, we're just making everyone aware. If you're gonna enter the realm of social media and private companies that distribute information, be aware that they have these guidelines. And for the most part, Megan, they do help.
0: You've been listening to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show Network, providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. If you've missed any part of this episode or want to find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca.